Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. Have you ever seen a horse who could talk? With your host, Louisa Barton, who really wants to be a famous rider. She really loves to ride fast. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Truth is, I have horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton. Enjoy the show. Larson Farms is our TV broadcast sponsor. Mr. Richard Larson, a man of great integrity, cares about every single bale of hay and about taking care of his customers. He also has a huge heart for those genuinely in need. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. talk show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Whoops. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. In this new year, 2024, on the Horse Talk Show, presented <laughs> by <laughs> Pearson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Can you tell this is the blooper reel show? Well, we couldn't really think of a better way to start 2024, except with last year's mistakes, Mistakes. funnies, errors, laughs. Funnies. So some of you may not know that during the breaks of the horse talk show, when the commercials are running, there is frivolity. And horseplay. Frivolity. Whoa, we're getting big words. Get your dictionaries out because I have no idea what she just said. Frivolity and horseplay. Louisa Barton here with dancing Pete Roder from Complimentary Horsemanship and Maria Alfoon from Midnight Rose Equestrian. We're starting 2024 off with all the things that went wrong in 2023 that aren't going to happen again in 2024. Whoops. (laughs) But actually, during the breaks, quite often what happens is conversation that was going on during the show continues. And sometimes it's better than the show that we're putting on. That's hard to believe. I, I know it's hard to it's believe, hard but it does believe. happen. They'll see it. <laughs> it's hard to believe it could possibly we, we be ask, better. We ask better questions sometimes because we get to know the person to get them relaxed so they can get on the show. And so sometimes we have a better answer from them. And then when they get on the show, they're repeating it. So it's not as fresh. Fresh. Hashtag yes. no filter. That's right. Hashtag no filter. Those things do happen. And then there are those things that are sort of unexpected that... Either Isaac or Kylie just happened to catch on camera. And, you know, perhaps we don't necessarily love them, but they're funny. Yeah. The only show you're on where Louisa goes, come on, mess something up so we have some bloopers. (laughs) So you get excited about your mistakes. That's what I always say. So we've been saving the bloopers in a file all these months over 2023 and We just want to share them with you, this show. And as Dancing Pete said, you know, mistakes, they have a number of positives to them. One is, you know, hopefully we learn from them and don't do them again. But secondly, think of that in reference to your horsemanship, right? That's right. So sometimes your biggest mistakes with your horsemanship teaches you the most on what not to do 
or that didn't work, so I need to try something else. And I always say, when the horse didn't read the books, write a new chapter. So when you make a mistake because the horse isn't doing it, you go, whoop, that was a mistake. Got to write a new chapter. Here we go. And that's, in my book, how horsemen become horsemen is because they made a whole bunch of mistakes. Ray Hunt used to say, I made a thousand mistakes, and the only reason I didn't repeat one is I'm too busy making new ones. So there you go. So what we would like from you for this show is to share with us either via comment, message, you can message us on Facebook, but we would like to know what your New Year's resolution is, especially if it refers to either your horse, horsemanship, relationship with your horse, uh, horse behavior, changes in your routine, life, Anything that you're going to do different with your horse that's part of your New Year's resolution, we would like to hear about it. And if we think it's interesting, we'll share it on the show. And Pete might even comment on what he thinks about it. So we'd really like to hear from you because New Year's resolutions can be a number of things. Mine is to spend more time with my horses. One of the reasons that in 2023... We purchased a fixer-upper farm, was to fix it up so we could have our horses home. And in that mention, I'd also like to say that Royal Blessing is the most wonderful place to board your horses. The care is like it, like it's you doing it yourself. And that's amazing. And that was a blessing to me in 2023 because I had this fixer-upper farm that I had to work on every weekend to get it ready. And I knew that my horses were although not with me well taken care of so shout out to Anne and the team there at Royal Blessing a friend for life very very fortunate to have connected with them but thinking about the beginning of 2024 for me was quality time with my horses at home where they were outside the door and I could visit and ride and spend time with them and have Maria come over and ride with me and visit my Mustang and give him a massage and all Give you a massage. Yes, yes, and my mini, and and just just wonderful things. And then another resolution is to have more quality time, just to spend with the people that I care about, and that can be with horses too. So those are mine, Pete. What about you? My revolution. My revolution. Resolution. resolution thank there you. you. <laughs> my resolution. That was a blooper. That's by a the blooper. Way. Here That's we go. Blooper. We're already starting for the next year. Is to. The theme last year on the show was about self-care for the horse, for the equine person that, you know, we don't do enough self-care. We always take care of everybody else or our horses and all that. And so I've started doing more self-care. And I think this year I'm, I'm going to designate a day off and stick to it. I'm going to put it in my calendar that it's totally booked up. And so if somebody calls Sabbath. me, that's right. You need a Sabbath. A seventh that, day that to I rest. am not doing anything horse related, and I'm gonna take. Did you time. tell him you're not gonna feed him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I gotta feed him. I still gotta do that, but I need to take. I need to do it for myself and my mental health and all that because I've noticed I'm starting to burn out more and more and more because every day is basically something to do, and I love doing it, but I don't want to ruin. Break. Yeah, yes. I, I don't want to ruin. Maria, yes, you're gonna lean in and tell us you must have a New Year's resolution. Uh, my big goal for 2024 is to make it back to the t- retired racehorse project in Kentucky for the makeover. 
Good. Can we come and film that? Oh, yeah. And we'll, we'll have like tips and training stuff along the way since we all start fresh with the new racehorse. I love that. I love to see racehorses do the makeover. They're so versatile and so fun and they, they want to try so hard to do it right. I love that. So that'll be for all good stuff, all good stuff for uh, for this team. What is yours? Share with us. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to share it on the show. Uh, it's all about the horses for us. So uh, we definitely want to hear your story and kind of what your plan is for 2024. So the bloopers, you've kind of thrown this over to Isaac. And, and I got to say that... We apologize in yes. advance. <laughs> so over the course of 10 years of doing the show... I've um, had some some great folks. Tom Schmitz was such a, uh, a wonderful key part of getting us kind of TV ready. Uh, Gigi Rosado worked with us for years as we were kind of growing and learning our way through all those steps. Um, Isaac, uh, who is in the snow right now in Montana, Isaac is uh, has been an incredible producer and editor for us. He's really uh, helped us to grow the show. And, and he's grown as a absolutely. person also. Oh my gosh, incredibly, Huge. yes. And Kylie, who's on board with us now, started as an intern and is now doing some editing and some filming and some social media. She's our social media specialist. And she stepped up this year. Absolutely. So grateful, so grateful that 2023 was amazing, that the team is growing and, and we are as as we're on Equus Television now on all smart TV networks and on the app and we love the sky the sky's got a huge following uh, Saturday mornings and we love you listening well, you gotta do your radio to- voice we love the sky <laughs> that was a good radio we voice we love Louisa we love Louisa <laughs> well I love bringing people together and we bring great people together so but in all of this you know we fall over ourselves sometimes and we have those funny moments So this show is to share with you 2023 funny moments when we either fell over ourselves or we bloopered or we said something we didn't mean to say or we chatted on the break and laughed our heads off with some wonderful guests that we connected with. So here is the blooper show of 2023. So if you see some scenes from 2023 and you think, but we're in 24, that's why. We hope you enjoy the bloopers and uh, we'll be back at the end of the show to check back in with you. Have fun. Bye. <laughs> this portion of the Horse Talk Show is brought to you by Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Our television broadcast sponsor, Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa. And supporting sponsors, DAC Minerals and Vitamins, Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip, Piranha, Pat Myers Electric, Florida HVAC Services, and Ocala dog ranch this show is brought to you in part by dac vitamins and minerals of florida all horses need a solid immune system excellent joint support a healthy gut and dac has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the nasc stamp of approval so like them on facebook now or go to feeddac.com dac it makes a world of difference Horsemen, are you tired of technology that doesn't fit your way of life? Lipchip, built by Horsemen for Horsemen, is ready to revolutionize your world. The answer is in the Hooflink system. Simply implant, scan, and unlock your horse's health information. From driving to Grand Prix jumping, all horses, all breeds, and all disciplines. The future is in the integrity and transparency of all horse sports and in the safety of our horses. The future is here, and the future is Lipchip. 
show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. I'm Louise Barton for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television here with Dr. Adam Kayot at Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And we are going to talk a little bit about something that none of us as horse owners like, and that is when a horse chokes. Dr. Kayo, choke. <laughs> so choke, the only thing I say, choking horses is a little bit of a misnomer because when people think that you choke, you can't breathe, right? Well, that's what happens in people, you can't breathe. Horses can breathe when they choke. Um, basically, when they choke, they get a bolus of food that gets stuck in their esophagus, so they can't swallow. <clears throat> they can breathe just fine. But they can't swallow anything, so um, it gets stuck there. So typically, the typical presentation is they'll have food stuff, either hay or grain or whatever or both, coming out of their nostrils. Um, and they may some horses may act colicky. Most a lot of them are just very stoic, and they'll just stand there. They'll stop eating. Um, so those are kind of the kind of the telltale signs. Uh, a lot of times they'll have a lot of liquid coming out of their nose that that's another thing that people see a lot and basically that's saliva because they can't swallow the saliva you'll have this saliva pool just pulling you know uh from their nose um choke can be a serious problem certainly is an emergency um simply because they can aspirate so so when they are when they're choking and then that and that saliva and whatnot is is backing up then it, tend, it can go down the, um, down the trachea. So they can get bacteria and stuff in the trachea, which can lead to the lungs, and then you can have a pneumonia. You want to try to avoid that. Uh, treatment for choke, um, generally it's, it's, um, it's, a, it's a little tough on some horses. Um, certainly we sedate, what we end up doing is sedate them, and then we pass an NG tube, and we pump water, and a lot of times, um, what we're trying to do is push that food bolus down the esophagus into the stomach. A lot of it goes down, a lot of it comes back, so it can be uh, a little messy um, initially, and, and it's a, it can be a little dramatic for the horses sometimes, but um, that's what works best. Um, certainly, at times, uh, we have to refer them into the hospital um, for surgical intervention. That doesn't happen too often, but sometimes whatever they swallow, for whatever reason, we can't pass that tube or it's not, um, it's not, uh, we're not able to flush it with the water, then we might have to res resort to that. But most of the time, your, your ambulatory veterinarians can, can handle choke. Um, after treatment, we typically put them on a course of antibiotics to prevent from that, prevent that 
pneumonia chance from the aspiration. It will, they will aspirate. Um, no ifs, ands, or buts. Um, but hopefully you put them on a course of antibiotics and that, that'll prevent that. I generally keep them on it for about a week and, and that helps. Some horses, some chokes are very easy um, to, to correct and some take a little bit more effort. So I always hope for the easy ones when I treat it. But, but some of the hardest things that I've treated have been chokes um, just because it's hard. it can be hard on a horse because um, you're pumping water and, and then they can't breathe because that water's coming back and so they, they can get nervous from that, even sedated. So. It makes it a little tough sometimes, but um, most of the time we're able to able to handle it pretty well. When um, that occurrence happened with Sunny, I, right or wrong, uh, shoved a hose down his throat and got as much water going as I could. I don't know if it helped or not, but it helped me because I felt like I was doing something. Um, is that a recommendation? And should you give any kind of sedative to calm things down a little bit until the vet arrives? Probably wouldn't recommend that owners throw hoses in. Might make the owner feel better. <laughs> uh, probably not the best thing to do. Worked out fine for Sunny. <laughs> Certainly, banamine and sedation is fine because, like I said, a lot of them will act a little colicky um, just because they don't know what else to do with it. Um, so certainly that, but I probably wouldn't try to put um, a hose in their mouth and squirt because then, then you have even more of a chance of aspiration because the, the water's going everywhere. Now, what you can do sometimes is sometimes you can actually see it on the left side of their neck. That's where the esophagus travels, where you can see it. A lot of times you'll actually be able to see the bolus stuck there. And a lot of, a lot of times a, a massaging of that area can help pass it. That's what an owner should do that's to feel better. That's what an owner should do, yes. That's what an owner should do. So on the left side of the neck, kind of in that jugular groove there, where, the, where your veterinarian gives shots, that's where you can try to massage it and push it down and help with that. And actually, sometimes that does work. Um, a lot of times, horses can clear the, the, will clear the choke themselves. If it's high up, they can sometimes cough it out or that sort of thing. Um, but once it gets down halfway and further, then it, obviously they're not going to be able to to uh, cough that up. One thing I will say about choke a lot of times is in older horses, you have to be uh, worried about tumors that start constricting the esophagus. Certainly I've had that um, several times through my career where um, you're pumping the water and the water is going down. So the hole's small, so the water is able to pass, but a food bolus cannot because um, the tumor has constricted around the, the uh, esophagus. So that's something to think about in an older horse, you know, 20, you know, late teens into your 20s and older, um, that I've had happen a few times where the water will go down, but I can't pass the tube all the way as far as I should be able to. And to me, that signals an area where, well, there's probably something constricting that, and most of the time it's some kind of neoplasia or tumor. And, um, can that form from the choke? Can they get scar tissue from the choke that makes a potential choke happen again in the future? Certainly, uh, if it's really bad. And but typically, the esophagus is pretty tough, so it'll stretch pretty good. And um, um, you generally don't get that unless there's some esophageal tear, and that can happen. Um, that certainly can happen. And obviously, if that happens, there's going to be um, a significant amount of blood involved, and you'll see that. Um, there might be still some blood involved with treat, treating of the choke, but if there's a tear, there's going to be a pretty significant amount of blood. 
and then then you have to worry about that. That can happen. Hopefully, it, hopefully it doesn't happen, but that that is a, a possible side effect. And, and if that happens, certainly there can be a, a stricture um, that you have to worry about. Horses that choke um, from then on out, I tell the owners that this horse basically gets a gruel and gets a mash instead of solid food, and you need to make sure that. Um, they're not eating too fast and, and those sorts of things. And, and that, uh, that's typically what I try to tell people to do. Yes. If you have those horses that are piggies and tend to eat really fast. And actually from the point Sunny choked, I did a wet yep. food from then on. Yep. And that really does help. Yeah. Yeah. yeah typically <laughs> it does. Um, you know, just make sure that's good and mushy. Um, there's plenty of water there and, and that, that certainly helps. Great. Dr. Adam Kayot, Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. This portion of the Horse Talk Show is brought to you by Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Our television broadcast sponsor, Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa. And supporting sponsors, DAC Minerals and Vitamins, Seminole Feed Stores, Lip Chip, Piranha, Pat Myers Electric, Florida HVAC Services, and Ocala Dog Ranch. Faulty wiring is the leading cause of barn fires. I'm Pat with Pat Myers Electric. Equine facilities have special electrical needs. The knowledgeable and licensed team of electricians at Pat Myers Electric will ensure that you can achieve your vision for a beautiful, safe, and functional horse facility. From new construction to rewiring and updating, the Pat Myers Electric team is ready to jump in and help keep your horses safe. With a small farm of our own, we truly understand the unique concerns of the horse owner. Don't take chances. For all your current barn needs, go to patmyerselectric.com. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. <laughs> Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care seeks to be a leading international veterinary practice that provides state-of-the-art veterinary care to their patients while fostering professional relationships with their clients that stand the test of time. For 24-7 and the best in equine care, check out Peterson and Smith at petersonsmith.com or like them on Facebook now for more information. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. And we're going to have a number of other trainers and uh, connected to the Kentucky Derby uh, for the two most... I hate it. It's too much babbling. Okay, start again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> who, who do you like best, huh? Anybody by Brad Cox? 
The geese are hilarious. There's a geese, a, a geese. There's a geese. <laughs> there's a geese. There's a geese. That's a good blooper, Isaac. There, there's a Save goose. That. Is it a goose <laughs> or a geese? There's a geese. There's a geese. No, it's a goose. Combined driving is a sport that was created by her royal, his royal harness. <laughs> his royal harness. Okay, we'll go again. We'll have a blooper thing, right? His royal harness, Prince Philip. Let's see how that works. Which side are you going to be on? I'm going to be right there. Okay. I'm just making sure. You want that... me to quarter to you a little? Yes, that's perfect. Okay. All right, here we are. Hopefully that worked because I don't have Certainly. someone to check me. <laughs> bridge, since the bridge has started. So Gotta you may want to re drone a little bit. Yeah. So. And he can get on that one wheel thing. He's got a one wheel he can fly around on well, and video while he's doing just, it. Just make sure that no, none of the judges are out there because okay. they'll kick you off. Okay. Because it is USCF. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they will kick you off. You're right. So. We'll make sure nobody's there. Exactly. Just do it quick. Yes, we will. Ready? Ready. You got oh. lipstick on your teeth. How am I? I still got some. Hold on. This is gross. I hate licking fingers. Right here. And they <laughs> <laughs> it's a pet peeve of mine. That's not licking. Lick, wait, that's not licking a finger, honey. I'll teach you what licking a finger looks like. That is not how you lick a finger. That's how you get lipstick off your teeth. You didn't. No, you serious. I'm serious. Okay. Now you got it. But this is not licking a finger. Yes, this is licking a gross. finger. And <laughs> one thing I cannot stand is people. It's a big pet peeve of mine when I'm sitting across the dinner table. Oh, this? Oh yeah, I can't stand it. And then a friend of mine or somebody walks by, and I say, "Oh, would you like to meet blah blah blah?" And they just did, and then they go, "Oh, nice to meet you." And I'm like, "Oh, that's the hand." Oh, it smells delicious. Yeah. Oh, it makes me want to eat it. Yeah. Oil, but that little bit of tart. Number one pet peeve is licking fingers, and I'm licking my fingers. <laughs> it's that good, I can get over my pet peeve. <laughs> That's delicious. Wow. So these are the efforts that we go to for um, you as our viewer. <laughs> This is the effort we go to to get videos for you. <laughs> and B-roll. Isaac, don't let go of me. Come on. <laughs> ah, this is much worse than riding a horse, just saying. Really? Yes. I think I'm about to get bucked off. Okay. Uh, just jump backwards about two feet. Jump? Yes. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, no, I can't. I'm too scared. The other way is more complicated. Is it? You can try it. Uh, take your. You can't just lean like and get off like lean and. Yeah. Take your left, sorry, your right foot uh -huh. and pick up your heel. 
Oh, like that? Yes. Oh, like that. Okay. Today, we are working on training the stick horses ready for the... I was about to call it the stick horse equestrian games. Uh, which one? That, that one looks like the, you can over that one. Easy. <laughs> no. no way! No way! How did you just do that? Skills. How did you just jump that? Okay, that means you can jump yellow. Okay. Pulls it forward. The horse talk show. You can see that terrible black and white stuff there. So you might have to come round. Yeah, there you go. And I can still see a little bit of the white wall there somehow. There we go. Perfect. Okay. Oh, this does look a little piratey, doesn't it? Okay. Very good. What was I talking about? <laughs> Dr. Eisenman. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you for joining us. I don't know where to look. Where am I looking? <laughs> I'm looking there. Okay. So, yes. So oh, he doesn't mess me. it up. <laughs> That's it. I'll, I'll spell his name and he can spell There me. you yeah. go. Yeah. Okay, try and spell Demaric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Computers hate my name. It's, uh, I know, right? Well, it's Everybody uh, tries to mess it up. Some put a space, some put a capital D, some put <laughs> it all together. In, uh, Anyway, whatever. <laughs> Parents don't think about it when they're naming their kids. No, I know, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's yeah, true. Right. It's yeah. true. What the hell yeah. true? All right, go ahead, Niall. Niall Brennan. N-I-A-L-L-B-R-E-N-N-A-N. Top trainer can be his title. <laughs> I know, right? You don't need us at all, do you? Yeah. I know, we right? Do, we could do it all yourself here. I know. Yeah, exactly. Just put on two different yeah. accents and away you go. I know, I don't know if I can do yours, though. I wish I could. I think it's the best accent. I love it. I could listen oh, yeah. to you talk all day. I know, right? We practice in front of the bathroom every morning you know, to keep it, keep it intact. <laughs> I have to talk to myself. Exactly. Nobody else will listen. Nobody listens. I, I have the same problem. Don't forget. Oh, 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 you know what I did? forget what'd you forget where's your the 10 where's your, year logo we've got to put that where, where's your birthday present i have it here where would you like it where's your birthday present oh he's on my bed at home good thing i did have time to go get balloons it's a good thing we, you didn't get balloons cake and flowers i was going to but i didn't have time actually it was my birthday like two weeks ago but thank you but we ended up forever yes exactly spot on times Two? Easy. 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 You asked me about the 10-year logo. I think we should throw it up at the beginning of the news if you have it right there. When is the 10-year reunion? December 13th. 
Well, then we shouldn't put it up until December 13th. No, remember Piranha put those up like eight months before and made the most <laughs> are, of it. Are we, we are should we, celebrate are we it. Piranha? Or no, but we... we're going to celebrate it for a year. Okay, but December. No, we're going to celebrate six months before and six months after. And we've already missed six months. Okay, well then four. Shut your cake hole. So we can start. Well, I'm not ready. <laughs> I got to run to the bathroom. quick. <laughs> I'm joking. He's kidding. I have I'm mic'd up so you can hear all of it. Oh, am I mic'd the right way? Because you know mine's always wrong. Green up. There we go. You got green down now. That's because it falls off this collar, silly. Well, don't put it further up on your collar. Now you look. No, that doesn't look right. <laughs> you gotta put it on the other side. Put it on the other side. How's that? No. I like the behind the scenes better. Yeah. Like so does everybody. Like Isaac filmed some in between behind the scenes because it was really funny. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. Have you ever heard of a horse that could talk? Listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. She's literally in love with every horse. Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. She's back in the saddle again, and now here's your host, Pretty Pretty, Louisa Martin. She's a Brit, she's got the gift of the gas, and her guests are fab. Thank you for joining us. This segment brought to you by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor. Idaho's finest alfalfa. Louise Barton here in the studio with dancing Pete Roder from Complimentary Horsemanship and Maria Alfoon from Midnight Rose Equestrian. I'm getting a massage. <laughs> I need one. What can I say? We're bringing you the best of, and I've said this before, that doesn't mean they aren't all the best. We've had some of the best segments this year we've ever had in the history of the show. But we're just airing a few of our favorites for you. My over favorite, this your favorite, everybody on the show's favorite. That's right. So we hope you enjoy this. And we have a special guest in the studio with us, Savannah Unger. Savannah Ooh. Show Stables LLC, correct? Yes, ma'am. That's correct. Wonderful. Savannah, thanks for being here with us. Thanks for having me. It's going to be a fun night. I know we met before at uh, Abby Slavin's Ugly Christmas party. party. Ugly yeah. sweater party. That was it. Ugly sweaters. I knew I I'd seen you I think it was a combined before. Christmas party and ugly sweater party. I think it was indeed, yes. And I did remember you actually when you came in. I was like, oh, yes, we met. I'm much Who had the uglier sweater? I don't know. Mine was really ugly. I remember running to Target that night and struggling to find I did an ugly too. sweater. Yeah, so. it wasn't easy. They oh. run out of ugly sweaters at Christmas time because everybody does it, you know? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, we should do something different like an ugly hobby horse ugly hat day there you go something different savannah tell us a little bit about your background in the horse world and kind of what got you the horse bug my family i was born into a horse family my mom was a rider and um, she was she's actually from south america and she rode in paraguay married my dad and my bro had my brother and i my brother did not get the horse bug unfortunately he might be the smartest one out of the family actually <laughs> he's already got does he have a real does he have a real job <laughs> yeah, yeah he's uh, a little bit more normal than i am i guess you could say he's uh a rule follower and yeah like it has a nine to five correct which you know the barn it's not nine to five it's it never like nine to five 24 7. Mm -hmm. what well, is it's 9 a.m to 5 
p.m. the following two days. <laughs> <laughs> and it never right. stops. It never stops. But my mom rode, and um, I started riding when I was little, and she gave us both, my brother and I, the option. We both started out on ponies, and um, I just, I fell in love with it. It's kind of like a drug, you know. It's a, it is. Except more expensive is what they say. <laughs> it's like a drug, but more expensive. How about that? That seems to somehow... It, doesn't it? So yeah, we both started out riding our brother and I, and he decided it wasn't for him, and I decided that I loved it, and um, wanted to to make a career out of it one day, and I was lucky enough to be able to. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was it was interesting growing up, right? Like comparing a life into the horses when you go to school with so-called normal kids and you say oh what are you doing this week I'm going to cheer I'm going to camp and I try I, I tried out a bunch of other sports and my mom I think was encouraging of like going out and and trying different things but I, I didn't enjoy it as much like it came natural you know I think you either have the horse bug or you don't this is true yeah it's true actually and you know that I think sometimes there are people who don't have the opportunity necessarily to be, you know, exposed so. to them early in life. We were fortunate that, you know, you did, I did. Um, but I think that later on in life, some people do get the bug just because that's the first time they have the chance. But having it with you all the way through your childhood, yeah, like Pete. Yeah. I didn't have the <laughs> yeah. bug until I got to college. And right. I had a choice, pick an emphasis, and it was like, well, you train horses, and that's what I wanted to do was train animals. And so there, now where I'm at, I didn't go to vet school, but right. <laughs> here exactly. I am. No, and I think once you, when you have the opportunity as a kid, it's really special because you get to grow up around them. And, and when you have a family that's involved as well, that's really important. Um, and, and makes it special. You had been a Larson Hay customer since 2016. A long time. I was just telling Betsy, I said last time or when we started as a Larson's Hay customer, I had braces and bleach blonde hair. So maybe that's not a time I want to remember. <laughs> <laughs> that's the photo we should have. <laughs> I think they yeah, probably have one somewhere. I think me too, actually. <laughs> I think I had bleach blonde hair and braces. <laughs> Everyone has to try bleach blonde hair once. This time it's purple, just for a couple weeks. Well, but. that's that's nice. That's like bleach. I did not have bleach blonde hair. <laughs> I had highlights. <laughs> <laughs> With a perm and a mullet. <laughs> you had a mullet? Oh, yes, oh, Okay, this just gets better. Let's see a picture of that. This is a photo we need for next week on the show, Isaac. Okay. If we can make arrangements to get the mullet picture. Picture and I'd like to see it. I'm so, sure you have one somewhere. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> How many horses on the farm? Too many. We oh. were on the board the other day. We said, please, no more horses. No, we have a 46 oh. on the farm right now. And what do you do with all 46? We try to sell them. <laughs> no, so they feed them loss and hay, yeah. which means they look well. We are a great customer because of how many mouths we have to feed. So we, we have to do a little bit of everything. I think it's quite unique what we do at our farm because it's such a we have so many different types of horses. It's really diverse. Um, mainly jumpers, showing and sales. My family has a big sale operation. Uh, last year we looked. I think they sold 149 or 150 horses, all sold privately. A lot of repeat customers. So my job is I run this. I get to ride the family-owned sale horses. Uh, my family only brings in horses that they personally own to resell, and I'm able to train and ride the family horses. And then so because we got so busy, we hired an outside trainer to help 
at the farm because we had a lot of training inquiries and outside clients wanting to come in, which I was unable to do. Um, so now we have an outside trainer that helps uh, that bases out of our farm, which is really nice. Uh, it's taken the load off of us a little, yeah, little bit. That's a lot. And then we have, we've started a, I'm not going to call it a breeding business. I'm going to call it a breeding hobby at the moment because it's, it's brand, it's brand Unless new. you're doing your taxes and it's a, a business. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think yeah. there might be a, actually a picture of you with a with a foal. I think we might have maybe. Yeah, we had three foals born this year. That's <laughs> little Finn. Little Finn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, the breeding. It's it's super exciting, but it's very stressful. When everything goes right, it goes right, and when everything goes wrong, it goes wrong. I know. You know? I was looking back. We had three foals born this year, and I was, we were looking back to see how many mares we bred and how many times we tried and. You know, I think something like 14 or 15 times we've read separate mirrors. We got three three fulls, so um, maybe that was for the best. We probably didn't eat all yeah. that many, right? But mm. um, it makes it even more special when they hit the ground and they're healthy. And it's um, you try so hard because you want you, you mix all the bloodlines together and you think you're going to get something, but you could also mix the bloodlines and get something that's going to be special in another discipline. So it's working right. out right now, and we. We're going to let the foals choose to see what they would like to do. We had a homebred about seven. Yeah, he's coming seven. That's turned out nice. And my mom keeps saying, because I hold such a high expectation to, for them. It's like your children, right? Like you you hold a higher expectation to the homebreds than you do the right. sale horses. Right. Um, so you started with them. They started their life with you. And so, yeah. yeah. You hold them to such a higher standard, which might not be fair, but uh, they're There's a question for Bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you hold me so high standards? That's right. Because <laughs> I bred you. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, by the time you start showing them and riding them, it's people don't realize once they hit the ground, that's already a year or, or two of planning. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a dream. That's We'll see how it pans out. I'll be back in a couple of years and let you know how the how the homebreds actually turned out at the end of the day. Yeah, it's, a lot of people don't really think about what the, how long that Processes. I mean, you've got deciding on the on the sire and Dom, and then the you've what? Got Dom. <laughs> okay, just checking. I'm British. I know. Uh, then you've got the the getting ready, the getting the preparations, which actually Dr. Chaos talked about um, preparing. You know, for the for the breeding, and then you've got the checking to see if it all worked out, and then you've got the long gestation period, and then you've got the foal coming and all the startup foundation stuff and all the vet work and, and everything. hoping they come out with straight legs yeah straight legs is a big a big thing straight legs is a is a very fortunate if you get straight legs yeah, <laughs> there's, yeah. there's lots of foals born with all sorts of issues that you know take a lot of time and you don't know how that's going to work out and then you've got a really really long time before you start even under saddle from that point so i mean it's a process it is a process and uh but we're enjoying every minute it's of it so right much now. fun there's nothing cuter than a foal sorry nothing they're, cuter. they're really cute but i can't spoil them too much i'm a little bit guilty for doing that i can totally <laughs> understand that was the winnie so stay with us on the horse talk show and we'll be right back thank you to the presenting sponsor of this portion of the horse talk show palm chevrolet your hometown chevy experience thank Thank you to our TV broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Nirvana Medical Spa, TT Distributors, Summit Joint Performance, Equigreen, Midnight Rose Equestrian, the Florida Horse Park, Horse Farms Forever, and the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. 
This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. My name is Dr. Natalie Solomon. I formulated Equigreen with cutting-edge science and technology alongside the passion that is represented by a lifelong love of horses. I created a product that I would trust for my horses because they deserve nothing but the best for their bodies. Horses rely on us to take care of them, to love them, to respect them. This is how Equigreen came to life. Equigreen, CBD for your horse that you can trust. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Louise Abarton here for the Horse Talk Show and the CEP's Equine Initiative. And I believe I am at the finest equine rehabilitation center in the world. And I don't think there's many places that have all the options that we have here at Epic or Equine Performance and Innovative Center in Ocala, the horse capital of the world. We're here with Lil Frosty, who has been evaluated for laminitis and founder uh, this morning. And we've done some x-rays and we're going to do more of a walking and turning evaluation when the banamine that we gave him has worn off. We wanted him to have a comfortable journey here. We knew he was going to be here for a couple of days, so uh, we knew the doctors would have a chance to take another look at him after the banamine had worn off. Uh, we have done some x-rays and those are going to be closely evaluated. His x-rays were done here also last year, so we have a good uh, way of compar- comparing. We have a little bit of a baseline, what he was like a year ago compared to now. Um, so that's very important. But Dr. Colton is here with me, um, who's done his examination x-rays this morning, also pulled some blood to check for some metabolic things that definitely seem evident to me as the owner. Uh, and those will also be looked at to see if that is perhaps any of the underlying things that might be going on that would cause laminitis and founder. So, uh, Dr. Colton, let's talk about you being here at the finest in my opinion, anyway, equine rehab in the world with so many tools here, it kind of in the toolbox to help a horse like Frosty, who's chronic and been chronic a long time before I even owned him. Um, so talk to us a little bit about what you think about the treatment plan here and how we can best help him. Yeah, sure. So this is an excellent facility. We do have a lot of great options as far as therapeutics, not just for chronic laminitis, but also acute laminitis and various other causes of of lameness and poor performance. Um, So for laminitis, I we already went over the the diagnostic portion of it. But as far as the treatment options go, um, to start with, I like to put these guys on pain management. So bute or banamine or equiox, something just to keep them 
more comfortable than they are. Um, now, with that in mind, you don't want them to feel too comfortable because you do want them to rest their feet if their feet hurt. If he's laying down because his feet hurt, that means his feet are telling him to lay down and rest his feet. So there, there's a fine line that you have to kind of walk there. In addition to that, I like to provide medication that gives vascular support to the lamina. So the lamina are inflamed right now. That's where the term laminitis comes from. And so there's a compromise to the blood flow in the feet and the lamina. So different options there as far as the medication goes. I typically use one called pentoxyphylline, which improves circulation in the feet provides the nutrients, removes the waste from the lamina, um, and that, that tends to be very helpful. And it also promotes hoof growth, right? More blood flow to the coronary band, to the lamina, you're gonna get more hoof growth. Um, in addition to medical management, we like to use the vibration plate here. So the vibration plate, a lot of good studies on that. Also promotes hoof growth, and it's also been shown to decrease foot pain in these guys. So that's a very important tool. Um, we like to use various forms of cryotherapy. So either icing the feet, you can use ice boots. You can, if they'll stand in a nice bucket, you can do that. Here we have a cold saltwater spa, um, which uses circulating, um, basically saline salt water to actually help to remove inflammation due to the, the salt component of that, um, as well as the, the pressure from the circulating water. And you know, obviously the, the cold temperatures helps to reduce the inflammation there as well. So so vibration plate, cold salt water spa, and one fantastic tool that we have here is the hyperbaric chamber. So we'll get a little bit more into the hyperbaric chamber in a later segment, I believe. Um, Dr. Rulon is going to talk about that. But more or less, the very simplistic kind of summary is that helps to deliver oxygen straight to the lamina. Blood supply is compromised. They're not getting the oxygen or the nutrients that they need. With the hyperbaric chamber, we can really get the lamina that are compromised, the oxygen that they absolutely need for proper metabolism. Those are, those are some of the mainstays of treatment that we like to employ here. Wonderful. So over the next couple of days, Frosty will get some of these treatments and it'll help make him more comfortable. Correct. Correct. On the, on the long-term aspect, once a horse has has founded and the rotations happened, of course, you can't ro reverse that rotation, but you can hopefully prevent it from continuing and get him comfortable where he can get up, move around and, and live at least hopefully a more natural horse life. Correct. Yep. Hoof care is extremely important. Try to try to promote the, the optimal biomechanics um, and then dietary management, obviously, you know, we especially if he does have a metabolic component, that's going to be extremely important for his plan moving forward. Um, so general husbandry things are, are, are just what have to be watched extremely closely in these guys moving forward. Yeah, I'm very, very fortunate to have two wonderful um, uh, feed companies that I work with, and I feed him the safe forage from Seminole Feed, and I feed him the alarm pellets from Larson Hay, which are both for laminitic and metabolic Excellent. Excellent. So uh, I'm very fortunate to have two wonderful sources for, for those. So that keeps him a, a good diet. He's, yep. He gets a very good diet. Um, and that makes it easy too, because it's hard to feed, you know, when you, if you're not a fan of coastal, uh, which I'm not, and, but you can't feed a lot of rich hay to these guys, that safe forage is wonderful. And the alarm pellets for any metabolic horse are, are super. So he actually, he 
his diet's pretty good now that I got him off the grass because yep. the fall grass doesn't like these guys. No, it not, but they like it. Good. So he's going to have a little rehab here for a few days and um, have some treatments and therapies and uh, hopefully we will get Frosty to feeling better. Louisa Barton here with Dr. Colton at the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. Thank you to the presenting sponsor of this portion of the Horse Talk Show, Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to our TV broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Nirvana Medical Spa, TT Distributors, Summit Joint Performance, Equigreen, Midnight Rose Equestrian, the Florida Horse Park, Horse Farms Forever, and the Equine Performance and Innovative Center. Performance and Innovative Center, situated on 30 pristine acres in the horse capital of the world, is one of the finest and most complete conditioning and rehab centers for equines and canines in the nation, including an equine hyperbaric chamber, aqua pacer, water treadmill, cold water leg spa, equine swimming pool, Eurosizer, and more. Epic equine veterinarians specializing in rehab and conditioning. For more information, go to epcrehab.com or find them on social media. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's Equine Studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. What are we doing? <laughs> Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. Presented by, by Palm Chevrolet. Your hometown. Chevy Experience. Also, thanks to our broadcast sponsor. Lawson's Palms. <laughs> Idaho's finest alfalfa. alfalfa. <laughs> yeah. This, Bl- this is the bloopers from 2023. Yeah, we We're blooped. in 2024. We blooped our whole Happy through. Happy New Year. <laughs> yes. So... This show, this final segment, we're going to try and have a little serious aspect. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're messing up, not trying to mess up. Pete. Don't adjust your radio right now. Horsemanship. Tip of the week. Okay. Tip of the week. Tip of the week. So the tip of the week is going on a theme from... The tip of the week is don't blooper. Don't blooper, yes. So (laughs) the young child games that you play with your horse and this one is follow the leader so a lot of people don't follow the leader or they follow their horse which is the leader so i teach you're in front first and then when they get in front it is no longer follow the leader it's now guide the leader go left go right so that would be kind of like mother may i and she's messing with my hat while we're doing this as a blooper. So follow the leader. So I have a lot of students that 
I get in a line and I have one student I whisper to and I say, okay, get in front of them and see if they'll follow. And I said, this is your leader, follow them. So they all follow and then that person gets up in front and turns another direction and everybody follows. And then I go, wait a minute, who's the leader? And they're like, well, I had to follow that person. I said, if you're the leader, you should have turned around and went the other way and everybody would have followed you. And they go, well, that that's what my horse, oh, so... That's when they learn, oh, I need to be the leader. So leading versus guiding. So when you're in front, you're the leader. When you're behind, you're guiding. Mother, may I? Mother, may I turn left? Yes, you may. So that your horse is checking in with you as you're directing them. I love that. Very good. And then Neil Hennessy from Ocala Dog Ranch, because you know it's 2020. 2020, 20, 24. <laughs> 24. <laughs> it's 2024. I got to get used to that. And you know Neil Hennessy from Ocala Dog Ranch. He's going to take the horse talk show to the dogs. You know, that's, that's... The horse talk show goes to the dogs at Ocala Dog Ranch. Neil Hennessy, the owner of Ocala Dog Ranch. Exercise. Just having a backyard and having a dog in it doesn't mean that the dog is getting enough exercise. Take them for a walk. It's good mental stimulation. Let them sniff the area. Let them have fun. Take them for a ride on your bicycle with you, running beside you. Or just go out and find a field and throw a ball. Dogs need exercise. Remember, a tired dog is a happy owner. So, bloopers. You know, it's funny, but I guess you can't say bloopers that many times without bloopering. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're getting crazy in the studio because this is our blooper. This is uh, this is the blooper week, yes. And, and we did decide to showcase all that makes us who we are. You know, you don't always get to see the real people behind the scenes. You don't get to see the silly things that happen in the studio and the crazy things that happen. I think Isaac might have even captured some moments out and about when we were out and about uh, interviewing some folks that he might have even captured some some funny bits so we have definitely had our moments that well, i hope he puts up the blooper of you and dr chaos and your barn doors down your flies down <laughs> that's a good blooper i hope that's in there <laughs> i hope we have you singing oh me yeah. singing just yes. not the national anthem no well we actually do have that I did do it in here, so. But no, I I can't carry a tune on a flatbed trailer, let alone a bucket, so. So, for the rest of this year, you'll have us back kind of somewhat normal and more serious, and we'll have some great interviews for you coming up for 2024. We're going to have some great folks on the show. We've got some great plans. We're going to have Savannah Unger back in the studio with us. Um, she's Her horse has recently had a colic surgery, has recovered really well. And she is actually back competing, so she's going to share that with us a little bit. And then we're also going to have Andy Seiler back in the studio. He doesn't know that yet, but he will soon. Um, Andy. Andy is the gentleman that we interviewed that went to the NFR to be an announcer, oh, our local okay, guy. Okay, that was fun. So we got to have him back to share with us so many local connections. Uh, that were at the NFR, I kept seeing their names popping up and Ocala really went to the NFR. And next year, there's no excuse why we're not there. We need to be there next year covering that because it was so And many. Piranha was there. 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Epic was there. Dr. Ralan was there. There were so many folks that we knew there and, and that were competing. And, and you're going to spend a lot of money when we go to Cowboy Christmas if we do go. Oh, yeah. You know it. Oh. That's what sponsorships are. <laughs> yeah, for shopping. Yes. Uh, so, so that's going to be a ne- this is going to be a 2024, not a next year, a 2024 plan. We're in it. So, uh, so we've got great, great guests coming. We're going to have some some wonderful folks in the studio. We're going to have some great series out on remote. Um, we're going to have great tips from our sponsors on things that you can do to make you and your horses' life so much better. And we want you as listeners. To get a hold of us and fi- tell us what you want to hear, what you want to see, what you what questions you have, so we can get a better show for you guys. So, yeah. what do you want? Yeah, absolutely. Who do you want to hear from? What sport don't we cover enough? I know we don't have enough dressage. We what? We got a dress? What dressage? Oh, dressage. Yeah, we don't have nearly enough of that. <laughs> okay. And, and uh, you know, I have a twenty twenty four kind of a wish to. To get back riding some English Wee. and maybe even I get into you a are dress. English. Well, I am, but I ride like a lazy cowboy. Uh, <laughs> watch out. I've done that for years and just trail ridden. But uh, Maria and I have been talking about getting a dressage saddle on my Mustang and putting him through his paces after he's settled in back home and we've done some ground work and some ground time with and him you got and some nice fencing put up yes mm-hmm. thank you equifence a, a great new partner but um but yeah i really got kind of a a little bit of a what do you call that in america a little bit of a hankering to um hankering. to give it a try <laughs> come to the dark side hankering, yeah. hankering and y'all is that yes, the, that's, uh, of those? kicking in the american here but i have not been in a dressage saddle since i was 15. Oh, wow. How many years is that? A couple. Just a couple? Just Only a couple. A few. 20? A couple. Yeah, it's a couple. Yeah. It's a few. So I'm excited to uh, to do that and to, to just give it a try and see, you know, what have I got to lose? Do or do not. There is no try. <laughs> That's right. I'm just going to do it. So got some exciting things on the horizon. You know, we'll share that on uh, on the TV with you. You can uh, you can watch it all in action. So we have lots of great things coming for 2024. We're excited to be in it. We're excited to be in our 11th year for the show. And as Chris Cox said, uh, not very many. He said not very many shows carry on for that length of time so but you know what i'm just going to say as the beginning of this year it takes a village it takes a team it takes wonderful folks both wonderful partners who are sponsors of the show both wonderful team members who co-host these two wonderful folks and uh wonderful team behind the scenes that you don't see that much of but um very very fortunate to have been blessed with such great people so looking forward into 2024 do you have a question goal for the show for 2024 oh we're gonna hit up YouTube and make it happen. Yes. Yeah, hit well, up we're gonna YouTube. we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna fill YouTube up with great fun videos and exciting things that happen in the horse world. So. Oh, very good. Yeah, so that's our that's our mission. Is we've never really promoted it. We've never really asked for subscribers. We've never really we post things on it, but we've never really done anything with it. So be prepared uh, for merch. Yep. Our merch is coming, so lots of merch. We started wow. with the first horse brush, and uh, we're we're going on to lots of good things. So we're on a mission, and yeah, Pete got the first horse brush. So we're uh, we're going to have merch. 
Lots wow. of good merch, and we're going to have some some great little shorter length videos on YouTube for you, so we can keep you engaged in the horse world here in the horse capital and on our adventures far beyond. And then, lastly, we really, really would like to go to the Saudi Cup, the world's oh. richest race. So there you go, wrapping it up. Whether you're in Ocala, Marion County, the horse capital of the world, or not, or not, happy horsing around. Till next time. See ya.